good morning. So continuing along the journey down the Sviris last week and the two weeks before the, and the last two weeks I covered Tiferes. So the, the triangle of the three Chesed Buri Tiferes, Yemin Smail, Emtso. So now comes the next stage of the Sviris, which is uh, namely Natsach, but Natsach Heidi Said, essentially the next triangle. So in the structure where it's uh, three kavim, instead of the Sfirzeh, Tachazeh, Natsach is kavimin, Tachazeh, Chesed, and Gvura and Heid is Tzad under Gvura, and uh, Yesaid will be in the center corresponding to under Das. So, but a few little few introductions as we go into this next stage of the Sfirzeh. You know, we learn a lot about Chesed Gvurit Tiferes, much more discussion about them than about Netzach Heid Yisait. And um, as far as Midas Adam go, which we'll discuss later, that, that's pretty clear. Netzach means something different than Chesed does, just as Heid means something different than Gvurit. But there's also a categorization where the three lower Midas, meaning Netzach Heid Yisait, are actually subsets of Chesed Gvurit Tiferes. For example, let me just see in Tanya, in Peter Gimel, when the Alter Rebbe begins to talk about the Kechis of the Nefshalikis, so he divides it into three and seven. The three being Chabad, and then come the Midas, which are the Tildes Chabad. And he, there he talks about Chesed, Gvura, and uh, Tiferes, I believe. <coughs> Does he talk about Tiferes? I don't remember now. Um, Chesed Gvurah for sure, Yira and Ave and Yira. But he doesn't spell out the kids, the other three. That's a Chayden Yusayt. So the general Pshat, why is that the case? Because Chesed and Gvurah Teferis, especially Chesed and Gvurah, are the closest dikah, like he says at the end. Because Chesed Gvurah captures, as we discussed, the two main kavim, that from that everything else emerges, including Netzachet Yisait. So I'd like to begin with reading a piece from Tanya in Negeres HaKedah, Simen Tezvav, which actually should also go and fit into last week's class and the previous ones, because this is the only place in Tanya, and maybe the only place in Exodus in general, where all the Sviris are spelled out in detail, as they are in Midas Adam. Matter of fact, when I did my book on Sviris Eimer, the spiritual guide to counting the Eimer, where I went through Chesed Shabbat Chesed all the way to Malchus Shabbat Malchus, so this, I guess, the case is very sadistic, because the Al-Tarebbe spells it out himself to an extent. So I just wanted to go back to that, even though maybe we should have read it earlier, but in the Gezer case, Simen Tezvov, in the second paragraph, Alter Rebbe says the following. I'm just going to go through it quickly, and I'll lead it into Netzach and Heid. That's really what a real emphasis here. So he says like this. So clearly he's talking about the ten spheres as they are in Nishmas Adam, like he said in Peter Gimel, that the Keiches HaNefesh are Nishtal Shalu Mehem. He says, 
that the Kreichas and Nefesh are Nishtasl from the ten spheres, and we've been discussing as they are divine attributes, meaning Midas of Yenis, but they're also um, the, uh, human attributes because we're created with Salam Alekim. So Al Tarebbe says, in a close Yusushab and Ishmasod and Nadal Akail, Shamidis Nechlok is Bidarachlal Zayn Midis. She makes it very clear that the Midas in general break down into a spectrum of seven. And all the detailed emotions, everything that a human being experiences is a, is, is a, is one, is a component of, comes from one of these seven. So there's no human experience that is not included from Chesed through Malchus. They are the root of all Midas and their general context. Shehin Midas are Chesed, and here the Alter Rebbe teaches. So we already went through this, but it's good to see it inside. La Hashpia, how does he teach Chesed? La Hashpia, Bligvul. Mashpia, Bligvul. So the context with Alter Rebbe puts it all in Hashpa. Because Midas obviously is a relationship, as we've discussed. Moichin is not a relationship. Moichin is La'atzmei. As a matter of fact, the ultimate intellectual experience is when you're sitting alone. Really, if you want to concentrate in something, it's alone. It's so. Midas is not possible without another. Because it's all about a relationship. So the Altarev actually indeed says, so he's explained the Midas in the context of relationship. What is Chesed? It's essentially the power to transmit. That's in between like we discussed. Actually, if you may recall when I spoke about the Mayim and Toshin test, their Sachmonis is even when a person doesn't deserve rest because we're challenging it. Sachmonis says yes. Here, the Mayim touches the other way around. But I want to tell them, I'm sorry, before I continue, on the other hand, Why? Big day. 
כמו ששומעים את סיפור בגבונים ובגבונים, דרך תפארת השקם בגן הצבוע בגבן אחד, each other. Why? Because Buddha checks and says no person doesn't deserve chesed. Chesed is a gift. Chmonas doesn't when Chmonas has a definition for someone that's guilty. not saying to give everybody. I see if a person deserves to get hurt. And Al-Tarebi here, he focuses more on the fact that Teferis Rachmanis is the Mamutza, meaning it's the perfect blend between Chesed and Gvura. Now you can still ask, so what's the difference between Gvura Sheba Chesed and Teferis? Chere Gvura Sheba Chesed does that. So that's a good question. And um, I've never seen a direct answer Chesedis on it. What I would say is that Gvura Sheba Chesed is indeed, does check Chesed and make sure that Chesed is not just indiscretionary, um, Meaning, uh, it, it, meaning just giving without any cheshbenes, 
But tiferes is the full-blown balance when you have the two. Like when you say, that's not Gvurusha Bechesed. That's a third party, a third Rav, or a third member of the Bezdin, that says, let me find the Achra between the two of you. And that's a whole different Madrega. So it's a much deeper blend of Chesed and Gvur than just Gvur Shebechesed or Chesed Shebechvur. Okay. Want to ask something? Yeah. And Nicole Rabin said that Chesed on itself um, only gives to somebody who deserves. Um, he's, he's, I believe so. The Chesed itself, in other words, is like Kazaka, like a fifth year. That you find a good reason to give. And here he says, Chesed Blivvul. So it seems like there is a right expression in Well, there he doesn't talk about Gvur altogether, if I recall correctly. He just talks about Chesed and Rachamim. Um, I would have to say, because the Rachamim there is like Rachmonis, let's say, in, uh, in Bedin, let's say, uh, like, uh, like in Kippur. That what he means, they only deserve. In other words, if you only go with chesed, uh, you can also say a person doesn't deserve. And therefore, he shouldn't be, uh, he shouldn't be, uh, there should be no kapata for him on Yom Kippur, for example. I think that's what he means there. So Rachmanus comes into play and says that even if he doesn't deserve, meaning there's a reason not to give him chesed, you still, you still forgive him. Here, when you say chesed, well, here it sounds more like it's focusing on the element of chesed just, just flowing. In other words, it's a hashpah, like a teacher just giving without any yagbola. And it's not good for the makabal. You can't say then, Teferis will come and say, give it anyway to the makabal. So there, so that's what I think he's saying here. That's why he's not talking about the same, when you say deserve, he doesn't mean blutvul here, that even give to someone that doesn't deserve. He means blutvul here, giving without any yagbola. That's what it appears to be there. You can look further into it, but that's how I always understood it. Okay? Good. So now comes the next part. The next part is a very vital component because this is probably, again, one of the few places you really see it spelled out. Tanya. So what's the role of Netzachet Yisait? Chesed Gvur Teferes seems to cover everything. Chesed is Ashpah. Gvur is Hagbala or Tzimtzum. And Teferes is the mix. So now he makes the key next lines like this. Now this hashpah is all how the mashpia prepares himself. So mashpia needs to have chesed, needs to have gvura. Let's think of a rav and a talmud, and he needs to feris the mix. Now comes the actual hashpah lide ma'isa, the hainu b'shasa hashpah mamish. Now it's coming to the exact art of actually being mashpia. You are, for example, I know this sounds strange, but there are people who can train mashpim and train teachers, but they're not good teachers. I remember when someone telling me, the Havel in a case of, uh, he was going to an acting uh, school, and he said the main teacher that teaches acting is brilliant, and one day, he tried to be an actor himself to show, and he was like, uh, they were all laughing. It was a joke, he couldn't act well. But he taught them brilliantly. In other words, he was great at the concept and the theory, but in Pearl Mamish, he wasn't the best person to actually uh, do it. So you could have someone who can be a trainer of teachers and give all the rules properly, like what, how much chesed, how much gvura, how, how much to say, how much not to say in a good shir or a good class or a good lecture, but they themselves not necessarily know how to do it. 
Um, I, I mean, without mentioning names, I remember Abiel telling us about a certain individual. He could be masbir and Indian to somebody that he himself doesn't understand. So there's that concept too. Now, is it the other way around too? Can you have someone who's good at teaching and doesn't know the theory? Obviously you could, because some people are, have skill of, they're good communicators, and they may not know the rules of how you communicate well. So what he's saying here is like this, that now you need another set of uh, tools, which chesed gvur is the essential theory, which means without that, you don't have hashpa altogether. You need hashpa, you need chesed gvur hashpa, you need gvur to be, like the Russian here, to be letzamtsim, or shalei lashpia, and teferis is the mizug, the, 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 the balance. So now he says, now you need lidei maise, you have to bring the hashpa lidei maise, the hainu bishas hashpa mamish, so during the actual hashpa, you also need, there's also an art to that. So here, what do you need to do? Tzorich lisiayitz, eich lashpia bederech sheyuchla makabal kabal hashpa. So you need to advise, get advice, advise, lisiayitz means here internally, which means you need to uh, have discretion or you need to um, consult or uh, uh, to strategize, I would say, how to be mashpi in a way that the makabal could receive the hashpa. So chesed gvuriteferes are the essential, the, you can think of them, think of them as the main, uh, the main instruments that you use. But now you have to actually imp implement it and here you need an, a new set of tools. Kagoin, and the Alter Rebbe continues, like for example, Shereitzel Ashpiyad Bevar Chochme Lelam Del Lebnei. Wants to be Mashpiyad, some wisdom to teach his child. Imim Renu Leikula Kamoshi Besichle. If the father will say it to his child, to say everything that he knows to his child, the way it is Besichle Lo Yuchla Ben Lahovin or Lekabel, the child will not be able to um, understand and receive. It would be overwhelming. It's like giving too much. He has to organize it in a seder, what am I going to say first, alef, beis, gimel, an orderly fashion. Slowly, slowly, like spoon-feed it, so to speak. And that is now something that is not included in Chesed Gvur Etiferes. He says, and this, Ubechines Eitzazu, Nikras Netzach Veheid. Shehem Kleis Yeyetzes. This is called Netzach and Heid. So let's understand what this means. Lecheire, isn't that the role of Gvur? He said before that Gvur is Letzamtzim HaAshpah. Letzamtzim HaAshpah. Oishalei HaAshpah. So if you look at the Diuk, he doesn't say that Tzimtzim in the HaAshpah. He says, In other words, Gvura makes its general decision of how much to give, uh, whether to be mashpia or not to be mashpia. In other words, to do, diminish the actual hashpa or not to be mashpia altogether. But it doesn't say that Gvura necessarily breaks it down into a step-by-step -step, um, plan. For example, when teachers create a curriculum, they create a syllabus, which is a plan by plan, what are they going to teach week one, week two, week three? So even though you could say Gvura has a role in it in general, but this is a very specific plan. You could have Gvura, which is a general rule that's, that, that so-called limits the flow, 
which is obviously has something in common because he does say that if you, he just says everything, it will overwhelm the student, but it doesn't necessarily include the whole details of actually sitting down and planning it out step by step. So essentially, Netzach and truth is also Yisod, but let's talk about Netzach is really, in that context, almost like a subset of the first Midas. And that's what it says in some places, that they are not, that the main Midas is Chesed Gvurit Teferes, but when you talk about how these Midas are actualized, it's Netzach Heid So sometimes Netzach Heid Yisod actually is in place of Chesed Gvurit Teferes. Which is interesting, I don't know if this is a beer, this, I don't, again, I've never seen this, but when we say that Abayim by the Ushpizin, um, we skip Chesed Gvurit Teferes. It goes that the Alter Rebbe is Chochme, the Magid and the Barshant and the Magid is Keser, Atik and Arich. Alter Rebbe is Chochme, the Mitle Rebbe Bina, the Tzemach Tzadik Das, and the Reb Marash, you think next would be Chesed. And now it skips to Netzach. The Reb Marash is Netzach, the Reb Rashab Heid, the Friedrich Rebbe Yusayid, and the Rebbe we consider Malchus. What happened to Chesed Gvurit Teferes? It's like skipping. So, I don't know if I've ever heard this or my own thoughts, I don't even remember. That may, perhaps you could say is because the Rabbeim are not just the, the theoretical midas, they're also meant to actualize it. In other words, to bring it down that's what the Rebbe is. So perhaps Chesed Gvur Deferes is maybe the Yisod, but the actual implementation is Netzachayid Yisod and ultimately Malchus. Maybe. But Bikitsa, the bottom line is, here it's clear from the Alter Rebbe that, that the, the Netzach and Heid's role is the next stage of the Hashpah, using again, Bashas Hashpah Mamish, Tzorich Liyisayis. So he's talking about Beboi Hashpah Lidei Maise. Chesed Gure Teferes, technically, doesn't come Lidei Maise. You could have, theoretically, a Mashpia wants to be Mashpia, and there's Gvura and there's Teferes, and, and there's no actual Hashpah. Well, like I said before, he may not even be a good Mashpia in, in, reality, in uh, action. That's not necessarily the case, but it could be the case. So Netzach and Heid is what he calls Kleis Yeitz. Now what's that? Kleis are the kidneys. And Yeitz is like the consulting kidneys. They're like the two consultants. So this is based on, first of all, Chazal say it, but it's based also on Sefi Yitzira, that the different body parts correspond to different Midas. So for example, when we say Midas Shebelev, now everyone takes for granted, you open up a heart, you're not going to find Midas in there. Uh, I understand you open up a brain, you're not going to find necessarily intelligence, you can't see it. But everybody understands that the brain generates intelligence. So what's really the relationship between Midas and a heart, and a physical heart? Is it more Baremes? Is it just correspond to? You know, is it, or the, the heart actually produces Midas? In other words, God forbid, if a person has a heart attack, then Midas won't work so well. I mean, they, they definitely will it'll, it'll cause their functioning, but did the Midas get compromised? Like, in other words, is it, you know, we know there's a concept of tim to malev, but is that a physical heart or is that more of the, the so-called spiritual component of it? So again, I've never seen this discussed anywhere directly, but they definitely correspond with each other. Now, same thing with the kidneys. Chazal used the word yeyetzes and kloyes. Now, kloyes are the kidneys. Kidneys, technically speaking, biologically speaking, essentially filter the blood um, that clean out the blood and allow it to be the, and remove the waste when a person expels the waste. So what his kidneys have to do with yeyetzes? However, because every part of the body corresponds to different so-called features or faculties, so we say that the clays are connected to that. Now, there is more ancient medicine where it actually talks about, like in acupuncture or other things, 
Chinese medicine where they talk about how if you put certain things in the kidneys, it actually affects a person's personality. So maybe there's connection to that as well. But regardless, at the, the minimum, it's, it corresponds to at least the bedemis. So says, but then he goes on to and they say, which I, I'll, I'll read, might as well read it. Then he compares it also to the gam train bein, the testicles. I'm a vashlim azera, shehi atipa nimsheches ma'amoyach. So essentially, he compares now the two kidneys to the two testicles, which essentially cleanse the same idea, mevashlim. They purify the zera, the seed, that comes from moyach ha'av, like we already learned earlier in Pedic Basin Tanya. So what does that mean here in this context? Just like it is physically, the same thing it is psychologically and emotionally. That So in other words, what he said earlier, the role of the yeyetzes, which means that you need to use a, a strategy that doesn't just but how exactly you're going to communicate to the student or to the child. So that's in the physical sense of it. That's what the kidneys and that's what the testicles do. That they cause, they dilute so-called the seichel. That it shouldn't come in the pure subtlety, the way it is in its source. But rather, that it should come down in a way that the yuchel haben lekabel b'mecha v'anose v'hu mamesh al derech moshel ketipa yeredes ma'amayach sh'idaka ma'ed ma'ed v'nasiz gasa v'chumnes mamesh so mamish the physical is similar to the way it is in Ruchnius. That just as it is in the physical body, that what kidneys do and what the bayin do are to cleanse, so to speak, and to, to filter. It may be the best word. To filter. So too, filter the hashpa that it should come the feet measured exactly toward the makabu. And that's uh, okay. Then he goes on and says that Netzach HaHedar also compared to Shchokim B'Rechaim, Shesech M'Man L'Tzadikim. Essentially, another way, it's, it's another way of, another description of how it um, filters and cleanses. Al Derech Moshel Shemefar HaChitim L'Chalokim Dakim Ma'ed. Like when you take grain um, and you uh, break it down to very, to small parts. Kach Tzorech HaAv L'Haktin HaSeichel V'Dvar Chochme. So too the father has to minimize or diminish the seichel and the wisdom and break it down into many details or parts and say it to him slowly, slowly which requires its own wisdom its own uh, strategy so to speak so the, Rebbe, so the Alter Rebbe essentially here about Netzach Vahey Chesed Gvurit Teferis is maybe six lines and Netzach is a whole page description here in Tanya itself. But then he continues, it's not over. Then he says like this, another thing about Netzach in Hashpah, in addition to it being, because in this case we're talking Netzach and Heid are two partners. And that, and that and Netzach come together, the two kidneys, the two bayin, they are together, they do this job. Without really breaking down what is Netzach's role and what is Heid's role. So the Alter Rebbe now continues and explains what's the difference between Netzach and Heid. So just for the record, uh, it's interesting to point out, talking about Netzach and Heid, so it says in Kabbalah, the Rebbe brings it in a number of places, 
Remember Tov Shalamit Hey and later years as well. It wasn't so common that it says in Svodim, Kabbalah Svodim, not the Rizal, I think it's Kamfiyena uh, and a few other places, um, that that Purim, uh, Chanukah and Purim, Kalkanegad Netzach and Hate. The Shalom also brings it. And, but here's the interesting thing. It says, but they don't know which one is Netzach, which one is Hate. That's what it says in the Svarim. So the Rebbe, interestingly, you know, once uh, said that, um, that the Rambam, there's a famous discussion, did the Rambam know Kabbalah or not? So there's three opinions. Some say he knew Kabbalah, but it, but it was not his union to be Megalit, so he doesn't really talk about it. He only hints it in a few places, that Agachover, in one place about Cyrus, brings it. Some say he didn't know Kabbalah, and that was that. And some say he knew, but at the end of his days, um, they, someone, they revealed to him Kabbalah. It's brought in the Sikhs of the Fidik Rebbe, the Rebbe has a order on this. Different opinions. But the Rebbe brought, according to the opinion that the Rambam didn't know Kabbalah, you could explain now why, strange thing, in Rambam, Hilchus Chanukah and Purim are part of one halacha. It doesn't start. Why would Hilchus Purim begin, uh, or Hilchus Megillah begin, um, begin as, Hilchus Chanukah begin as a Hemshech Hilchus Megillah, goes to Hemshech HaPrakim. It should begin from Perek Aleph, and it's not like that. I think there's uh, four, I'm not forget how many chapters there are on Hilchus Megillah, and then it continues to Hilchus Chanukah. So the Rebbe said that perhaps it's because Hanukkah and Purim are Netzach and Heid, and therefore they come together. And in your day, me, 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 me. And so there's different opinions which one's Netzach and Heid. So you see from that that Netzach and Heid have a certain, uh, I guess, partnership, like twins. Like here, like two kidneys. You need them both, and they both to join together. Now the Alter Rebbe continues and explains the difference now. He says, V'gam, B'chal B'chinnis Netzach, Another thing that's included in Netzach, who the Natseach Olamid Neged Komineya Hashpo Valimud Mebnei Mebayisu Mechutz. So he introduces Netzach, the actual word. What does Netzach mean? Till now, Netzach means Netzachim. It means to be victorious, to win a battle. Midasan Netzachim. What we spoke about till now, where you see Netzach is not Midasan Netzachim, it's Midasai Eitzah. It's about aces. It's about strategy, together with Hoyt. But now he teaches Netzach, it also includes to stand up and to vanquish and to be victorious over anything that tries to stop the Hashpah and the Lumad Mibnei, whether it's a challenge from within, Nebayas, Umachutz. So this is a, just in generally an interesting piece. Because, uh, like, what, who would like, want to stop a father from teaching his child? So, we understand this doesn't necessarily mean a physical person stopping. It could be. But any mania, it could be an argument, it could be a conflict, it could be a clipper, whatever it may be. So, Midas HaNetzach is necessary in Hashpah because in case there's any challenge in the Hashpah, so Chesed Gvurit Teferis are not enough. You need something to fight. There's like a fighting element where a father will fight to be mashpiyat to his child. Which of course, hashpoya doesn't just mean learning, he means also to protect the child. So that's Midas HaNetzach, how the Alter Rebbe teaches it here. And he teaches me bias, hainu lishazik neged Midas HaGvura v'atsimsum sheba'av atzmei. He actually does teaches, I didn't remember that, okay. So he teaches now me bias, does he also teach me chutz, let me see. 
I don't think he touches Bichutz. Uh, and actually, in the parentheses, it says Bixav Yad Nirshem Chaser. So it looks like there's a line of a few lines missing, because the Alter Rabbe only touches Mebayis, but he doesn't touch what he means in Bichutz. So what means Mebayis? What Minia could there be within the home, which means within the father and within the family, that should stop the Ashpa? So he says Hainu Nischazik Neged Midas Hagvurav Atzimtsum Shebaav Atzme. The father could have midas hagvur of atzimtzum, and for whatever reason, doesn't want to be mashpia. She ma'ed letters dinim, but it's saying al bnei le'mashein eroi lekachadayim. The father could be judgmental, or um, in any other way find himself dinim judgment, being judgmental, and therefore being angry, so to speak, at his son that he's not yet worthy for me to be mashpia to him. So this alone, you can probably create a whole uh, therapy session for parents and children. Um, what he says here, that why, why would a father have such a gvura? So comes Midas HaNesach and overpowers and says no. Even if there's a Meniyah bin bias, which means the Midas HaGvura, and he brings Midas HaGvura again, that the father decides this, is, this child is not worthy yet to be on him, to mashpiyan. So Netzach comes and counters that and fights that he would be mashpia. So essentially the, the conclusion of this would be that a father should not allow himself to be judgmental of his child. He should invoke Netzach to make sure that he is mashpia. And that's what Netzach is. So this is a whole different role of Netzach. This is not role of Netzach and Heid as in says, advice or the, the method of how to teach, step by step, ma'at ma'at. But here we're talking about the sheer power the sheer willpower and determination and tenacity that a parent has to have, a father has to have, and not allow his own gvura, mebayis, should be a meniyah. Now, as I said, right after that, it says, which would mean that we don't have here, what about what's mechutz, what would be a challenge from outside. You could assume, and I really have to look up on maybe some of the commentaries on Tanya here, or others maybe refer to some places in Chassidus that may fill in this uh, with missing piece. I mean, we assume that some Chassidic may do it, but I, I don't recall that. I'll look that up. I'll let you know what I find. Um, uh, but you would assume then would mean that it's not coming from the father from within. It's coming from someone else that's, that's causing uh, so-called akitrug or gvura that wouldn't allow, that would want to stop the hashpa. In other words, an outside influence. But he doesn't give an example, so I can't, uh, we, can't, we can't assume exactly what it may be. The interesting thing is, after that, he, misses, he also doesn't talk about hoit. So it could be what's chosir here is not just the se second half of mebais and mechutz, but also what hoit is, because only says only netzach here. Now, it could be the Alter but doesn't have anything more to say about hoit. He already said it. But it would make more sense that he'd probably have something to say about hoit, because the next line is Ubechinus Yisait. He jumps straight to Yisod. So since we're not discussing Hoyd yet, we'll get to Hoyd and we'll talk about what the role of Hoyd is in Hashpa, besides the Klai Yisod, the, 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 what we talked about here. So let me talk now more about this, this Midas HaNetzach. Now this second component in Netzachin, everybody's familiar with, because if you learn Basel Ligani, it's a whole section of Basel Ligani, the second half, talks about Midas HaNetzach. So there's Adichus Gedele there, so let's talk about Netzach from that context. So, like I did in the previous uh, spheres and all the previous classes in this uh, series, 
We'll talk about how it is Lamaila, how it is Lamata in Adam, and of course what it means in Avedis Hashem, and in the whole picture, and what it means in Avedis Hashem. So let's start what it is Lamaila and Lamata based on Bosiligani, which is very much just really an extension of what it says here. Here he's talking strictly or generally about Hashpa. But what does he say in, in Boslagani? So we all know what he says there. That Oitzer. Uh, there he talks about that the the Hemshech in Boslagan, the three meanings in Sova. He talks to Israel, the Id Bnei Israel, when they left Mitzrayim were called Sivas Hashem, Sivas Havaya. And Sova has three meanings. And one of the meanings is, what's the third meaning? Is, uh, is uh, the Zman, there's that. Is it the Oitzer Shanikra? Huh? Right. That's the third one, Yefi. But then he says that's the level of Eitzer, right? That's the treasures. What is the treasures? So he says that we see, the Moshli gives, that you see that a Melech, a king, only when there's a Midas Anetzachin will he reveal and be Mavaz Bezkola Eitzes. He'll splurge all his treasures, even those that were completely hidden and concealed in his coffers. In his, uh, in his internal vaults that were saved for generations. But when it comes to Netzachen, he reveals the deepest keiches. Why? Because the Midas HaNetzachen reaches be'etz shedesh be'etz nefesh. That's the Lushen more or less there. Higher than all other Midas. And then the Nimshel is what is the, what is the Netzachen? Is Eitzel, Lamayla, and he speaks Lamayla, Lamayla, Aden Ketz, Lamata, Mata, Aden Tachlis is the deepest Dargis that go all the way up, Helem Achehelem, Lamaila, and that becomes his gala when Aid comes down Lamata to fight the war with the Nefesh Abamis and, uh, and, uh, and Gufa Nefesh Abamis to, to transform the Midrash, the Ruach Shtus to Lomazet, the Ruach Shtus to Gdusha. So to fight this battle, the Ebeshtigiz, the Anshet Sova, which means the simple Jews down here on earth, the front line soldiers, he gives them the deepest keiches lemayla. And that's the Eitzit, and that comes, that's what Nitzachin is. So in other words, in Elam Esel Yenim, in Atzilis, where Lekus is Begole, or in Gan Eden, you don't need the Eitzis, because you can fight the battle, or if there is a battle, there's no battle altogether. It's Dafke the Menagid that brings out the Midas and Nitzachin to bring that, and that alone is what's Megal the deepest levels of Lamaila Maila. The Sava Kosh Baruch Ulyasleis Baruch Dira B'Tachtenim. And Tachtenim requires a Mochama. Because Tachtenim on their own is a Helen Behestis, Chesha Kofla Mochupo. So you need to have Keiches to transform that. And that Dafka touches the Etzim all the way to Lamaila. That's the central Nukuda there. In other words, it's not that you need the Etzis to win the war. That's one thing you give Tachsisi Mochama, you give weapons, you give resources to your soldiers. That's every war. But Eitzus has to touch something deeper. The Melech has to feel that his, he's on the line here. Like he says there, that he's ready to even give his life. So he gives his deepest keiches in order to win. Now what exactly is this? When you hear it for the first time, it sounds even strange a bit. So what is that? Is this some anachonis? Midas anachonis? Chaz Roshalom. has to win. You know, some people have that. They must win. And they're like sore losers. And they can't stand not winning, so therefore they'll do anything to win. We see one of some of the worst things come out of that. In history, people who had that midah wasn't always such a beautiful midah. So what does it mean? In, 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 and here it's all talked about Lemal Yusa, not Lemal 
What does this mean exactly? So there's a lot of different explanations for it. In Chelik Vov, Lukut the second famous Sikh about Taimi Abriya. So there he says that all the reasons for creation all have a shlemus in them. So they can't really be reasons for atzmus, who's l'mayla from tam bedas. So for example, the gala shlemus kechesov is one of the reasons given, that Ebershter wanted to reveal his potential. So that's a good reason, but it's a good reason for atzilus. To say that atzmus needs to reveal his potential. No, Chassidus says, ain't kechos Why does Ebershter need it? He's complete without that. He needs to express himself. So it's a reason, like the Rebbe explains in Seder Ishtashas, but it's not the ultimate reason. Then there's the reason, begin the Ishtamudenbe, in order that he be known, that there be Kalim that receive him. Yake Kirug Dulose. That too has a mile. It's like a teacher who teaches. Why? Because he wants, this, wants the student to appreciate it. It's not just to him reveal his faculties. But that too is a reason. So ultimately, the Rebbe says there, and it's based on my modern and Ayin Beis, that the famous story expression from the Alter Rebbe, Nisava Kosh is an Atzmus. Why, why, Loman Nisava, why did he have a Taiva? Alpha Taiva, Nishtak, and Kasha. What does that mean? The concept of a question and an answer, Seichel, wasn't created yet. Atzmus creates Seichel. So how could you ask a question, why Atzmus created Seichel, or why Atzmus does something? So it's the matter, it's touching Etzim alone. So then, so the question that we ask, why? Why did he want that did it with So the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya, Periklam and Vov, because that's the Sava. Not because of a Shlemus. Not because the Shlemus of Gilead, not the Shlemus of, of Kabbalah, Samakablim, of Kalim. That's what Eberster wants. What did he want? That in a world of Klippus and Sitrach, there should be the Shvira. In other words, the Midas and Etzachan is connected to this Taiva and Atzmus. That doesn't have a reason. Lamata, you could say, there's an inya of midas anatzkonas, a person wants to win, because he wants to, you know, for ego purposes. You know, a king doesn't want to lose. He wants to show that he's for his pride, or for his covet, or for that others should be afraid of him. He can't afford to lose. Lamaili, you can't say that. So Lamaili, you have to say, it just teaches, it just touches the deepest part of him. And Lamata is a muscle to understand it. We look at the midas anatzachan of a melech, who needs to win. Now, I mean, there he brings, I think he brings there with the Talmud, I'm, I'm sure it's there, the Talmud Chochem is Nekim Venator for his COVID. I think he brings it in that, maybe not. Maybe I'm mixing two things. But regardless, obviously, he's talking about it in the form of Gedusha. Are there kings in history that went had a Midas on the Sargon for the wrong reason? Of course. In uh, I don't want to say all the names of people that all they wanted was to win. And even though you can maybe use that a little as a muscle, but there it's not coming from Gedusha. It's coming pure, from pure arrogance. Like we say, Homan, or, or others that wanted to be victorious. Here we're obviously looking for a muscle in, in, uh, in the Kedusha, a Melech that is driven L'Shem Shamayim, and he wants to win for the Ebershter's sake. So the point is that Netzach is a midah given to each of us that is rooted in the Midas HaNetzach and Lamaila that when there is a menagid, it brings out the big, biggest keiches. Essentially, the keich of Mesiris Nefesh, as he explains in Bosilagani, that can only be elicited when there's a menagid. When you see the Eden in Russia, or throughout history of Moisir Nefesh, and we know Mesiris Nefesh is no greater, uh, no greater expression of Kiddush Hashem, it's only possible when there's a menagid. 
What does it reveal? Like the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, again, in Pedic Yudches, in Yudches, that even a Kal Shabbat if he knows that, that his, his very essence is on the line, he'll have Mesiris Nefesh. doesn't mean because there's no Giluim. It, re, it reveals the Etzema Nefesh. I mean, an example that we all use for it is a simple one, God forbid, if someone in your family, is in danger, there's an emergency, what happens? Suddenly you have strengths that you never had before. You dig as deep as you can, not because you want to. It's not even with a plan. It's just the challenge, the emergency, just elicits something inside of a person that you just cannot fabricate. You can't uh, fake it. You can't um, simulate it. It's the Sarkona Shebedover that brings out such deeper keiches, both a rotzna, deeper rotzna, deeper uh, uh, strengths, and so on and so forth. So what you see is that if you take, you know, it's always good, as I've pointed out, to let's say, what happens if a person didn't have Midas HaNetzach? Or there was no Midas HaNetzach in Lamaila, No Netzach in the Sviris. Let's say it skipped from uh, Teferas to Haid. Or there was a different Midah. What you would lack is the ability to go all the way to the Etzim of Elokus and to the Etzim also in Adam. So even though we talked about Teferas is Mavriyech Min and it goes all the way up to Keser and all the way up to Feres Hanelam before the Tzimtzum. But that's still all Giluim at the end of the day. Etzem here is higher than Giluim. Like he explains in Basilegani, Lemai Lemala Aden Ketz, he says, Helam Achel Helam. Lemata Mata Aden Tachlis, he says, is Gili Achel Gili, Elokuz that comes down all the way, Bislapsus, all the way down below. Lemai Lemada Aden Ketz, he says, Helam Achel Helam, basically the Helam Atzmi of Elokuz. So there now we're talking about how the Ebrister transcends Giluim. And that's Midas HaNetzach. From all the Sviris, Netzach reaches the deepest Etzem part. Now, obviously, we know that's not enough. You also want to have Giluim. You know, on Gilea Atzmus. That's why we need Teferis and we need other Sviris. But this component of Netzach that we're talking about, Midas HaNetzachim, is the component of reaching the essence of someone. And that's essentially when we say, um, like I said, when a person is in Sakona or a person is being threatened, they're very Yadus, when a person goes on Mesiris Nefesh, uh, Rabbi Akiva said that his whole life he was waiting to be became this mitzvah. Story of the Beis Yosef that Rebbe brings from the Magad Meshodim, that Mesiris Nefesh is that highest thing, but it only comes when there's a Menagat, because there's no reason to be Mesir Nefesh without that. Now, can you have Mesiris Nefesh, Mesiris Harotzen, even without a Menagat? He could, but it's a much harder. A Menagat elicits that. So that's the general role of Netzach, and really continues from what the Alter Rebbe said here, we read in Geras HaKedosh. Just one final point. I never saw this as well, but maybe if one of you, some of you want to do homework. Is there a connection between the Yeyetzes of Netzach as advice in how to be Mashpia and the Nemidus HaNetzach? In Tanya, it doesn't sound like there's a connection because he says, like a Nuin, Vegam Bechlal, Bechines Netzach, Hulu Natseach. But he does say, Bechlal, Bechines Netzach. So you could say it means Bechlal in the middle of Netzach, the Bechina, the level of Netzach. Lav Dafke, that this Netzachin is part of how to be Mashpir, because what's the connection? How to be Mashpir, the Protim, even if there's no Menagat. So just an interesting uh, thought. So maybe a separate thing, and that's fine too. You know, Netzach can have, has, has many roles. Netzach, the Ebrister made things have different roles and functions. So... I didn't finish the, the discussion on Netzach. We'll continue next, next year. But uh, at least covered the first big important part of it.